Hello, this is Paul. And this is Dave. Hello, Chapel Hill. We love you. We are the Derringer Brothers. And you are listening to Derringer Discovery. Discovery. Each podcast, we take you on a journey. A musical journey. Today's podcast is on Ben Fold's Five Sides and Why. Or another way of saying it, the five sides of Ben Folds. Yeah, that's a good way of saying it. Today, I am attending a private gathering of the silly creatures. I shall take many notes and report back soon. All right, Ben Folds Five. You ready to change rock and roll? We're going to address the five sides of Ben Folds. The first side is Foul Mouth Ben. Oh, we can't play that on the radio. No, we can't, but we'll address it But quick. this is a podcast. This we, can, <laughs> we can do it now. See, we're, I couldn't say it on the radio, but now I can say anything I want, right, because it's a podcast? That is true. That is true. But, and then we'll go into the Collaborator Ben, and oh, that's really the big one. That is. I mean, He's collaborated with just about everyone. I bet he's collaborated with you. Well, uh, I've listened to him for two weeks straight, so I feel like I've been, been collaborating with him. <laughs> the third side of Ben Folds is Confessional Ben. Confessional Ben. Yeah. So was he a priest? He might as will be because when you put on confessional Ben he can make you cry he can cause those tear ducts to well up and if he says the name of somebody who you used to love then he can really hurt you the fourth Ben is biographer Ben and I use the word biographer because that's the name of one of the albums they put out but you could say storyteller Ben he likes to tell stories he does and some of them are true and then the fifth one some people might confuse this fifth one with the foul-mouthed Ben but I do think there's a clear distinction the fifth one is wise guy Ben and I really love wise guy Ben but you don't love of Wise Guy Dave. Wise Guy Dave always uses Paul as the punchline. So after we cover the five, we'll weigh in on which of the five sides of Ben we think is the best. Okay. And while we're doing that, we'll go ahead and say which album by Ben we think is the best. And that'll be a surprise to both of us. Then we will weigh in, and this will close out our podcast, we will weigh in as to whether or not we think Ben Folds has ever jumped the shark. Most people know all about Jump the Shark if they listen to the first three podcasts, but you might have to explain that. I think people who heard you talk about Fonzie know what Jump the Shark means. We start with the first side of Ben Folds, the foul-mouthed Ben. Dave, I only want to address foul-mouthed Ben because I just kind of want to warn our listeners that this is the side of Ben that might offend. There's about 10% of Ben out there that I think could turn you off, or maybe it turns you on. I don't know, but it could turn you off. We're trying to steer you to the 90% that I think is phenomenal. I was never cool in school. I'm sure you don't remember me. The second side of Ben, he's the collaborator Ben, and he collaborates with just about everyone, Dave. Every time I pull up something, I see Ben Folds is involved in it. He's involved with symphonies. He's involved with other singers and songwriters. He's involved with Captain Kirk from Star Trek. Where to, Captain? Auxiliary control, my Falcon friend. This ship is off course. When I first saw Ben Folds, it was by happenstance. Happenstance? Yep, by happenstance. I saw Ben Folds in Charlottesville on April 13th, 1995. Were they the headliner? No, no, no. They were the opening act, and this was with the band, Ben Folds 5. It was before the release of their first album. I was with several other people, including my wife, Betsy. We were at the show, and we were there to see the headliners, and Ben Folds 5 was the opening act. They come on, and they're about to play the announcers announcing them he has a card in his hand because obviously he's never heard of them either and he says here are the Ben Folds and then he pauses 
He pauses and he looks at the three musicians on stage. He looks at his card and you can tell what he's thinking. He's thinking it says five on the card, but I only see three musicians. On the spot, he decides to improvise and he says, here are the Ben Folds three. In the audience, we didn't know any different. And Ben Folds comes up to the mic and says, we've added two members since then. We're now the Ben Folds five. Dave, we talk about first loves. And you talked about your first love when you, when you were listening to Queen, how it only took seconds to fall in love with the music of Queen. Well, that's how it was for me that night at that show. Ben Folds, I'd never heard anything by him, never heard of him. He comes on and with the opening song, I fell in love. Thank God it's you. You know your time it is I'm not fooling you I don't know what to do Some do just knock me cold and let me Alice Childress. That's the first song I ever saw Ben Folds play. It's also on the first album. Did he have any hits off the first album in America? No, he did not. So just like Queen, there were no hits. But he but did have a top 40 hit with Underground in the UK. Underground from Ben Folds' five first album. While in the United States, the first album didn't garner much attention, in UK, it was a big album. We're talking about collaborator Ben. This is the second side of Ben. We consider when he's with Darren Jesse and Robert Sledge, and they are the Ben Folds Five, that he is a collaborator with the other two musicians. Robert is on bass, Darren is on drums, and that's it. Just three musicians in the band. Of course, Ben Folds is on piano, vocals, and does the bulk of the songwriting. Talk about the second album, Dave. He's still collaborating with the other two musicians. There's still Ben Folds 5. Whatever and ever, amen. Yeah, now this one was released by Epic, which is a major label. So were there any hits on Whatever and Ever, Amen? There were five singles, but Ben Folds did not put these singles out where you could actually buy them. They were airplay singles. So what that means is, at the time, Billboard Music, unless you put out a physical product on either cassette or CD or vinyl, you were not eligible for the Hot 100. So even though the fourth song they've released to radio was Brick, hit number 19, but it's not considered to be a top 40 hit because it did not make the Hot 100. And we're going to make people wait to hear Brick because I consider that confessional, Ben, but that was a solid song from the second album released in 1997 called Whatever and Ever, Amen. Were there any other notable songs on this album? Well, yes, there was quite a few notable songs. Of course, The Battle of Who Could Care Less. Let's play a clip of that. Didn't that hit the UK charts? not hear me anymore I know it's not your thing to care I know it's cool to be so bored Sucks me in when you're aloof It sucks me in it's 
26 on the UK charts? It was number 26 on the UK charts. You remember that. Yeah, Dave, that's part of my job. That's why I get paid the second highest pay of the people on this podcast. Can you tell me how high Kate got on the charts? I'm going to guess 39. 39, you're right. (laughs) At this time, I was buying everything that Ben Folds did. And this kind of leads us into the next album because I would buy anything that they would release and they were releasing just about anything they could find that had Ben Folds on it. The next album, and Dave, you might argue with me on this as to whether it's considered an album, but I did buy it at the time because it was released and it does have some original material on it. This was 1998, and the third album was Naked Baby Pictures. Any problems with this album? There's one song on this album that I completely hate. And, yeah. And it's also the B-side to uh, The Battle of Who Could Care Less. It's called Y'all Who Wear Fanny Packs. And that is the worst six minutes of Ben Folds right there. So avoid that. At the time, I wore a fanny pack in the mid-90s. He's not even funny. It's just kind of wasted time. Right. We're still talking about collaborator Ben. He's collaborating with Robert and Jesse. And I think the one song for me worth noting at this time is a song that could have been on the first album and was good enough to be on the first album. Emmeline. Now she was last September lose ourselves in crowds every day Cause Emmeline don't walk in time She's not the same, that's all you can say When I've heard enough, I tell myself That we've learned our lesson But I don't want to walk away from Emmeline They're talking now Does she know what they're saying? Dave, I'd like you to tell us a little bit about why it wasn't on the first album. Why did they wait till Naked Baby Pictures to put this out? If you listen to a live album that Ben Folds later put out, before he plays Emmeline, he actually talks to the audience. Thanks, Thanks Jeff. So I think instead of me saying it, I want you to hear it right from Ben Folds. This is a song that was recorded for the first album, but we took it off because it had an acoustic guitar in it. And that's against the law. That leads us to the fourth album. We are counting Naked Baby Pictures as the third album. The fourth album is called The Unauthorized Biography of Reinhold Messner. And what a name. Believe it or not, when they named it, they were just being funny. That's Ben Folds for you. He was just picking a name out of the hat. But it turns out, you ready for this? This is true. turns out that Reinhold Messner was the first person to climb Mount Everest solo. Fuji or Pikes Peak or... Mount Everest. Listen, man, Mount Everest is the tallest mountain in the world. And they didn't even know it. They just picking a name out of the hat, and they happened to pick a name that was already a real name. And you always said this wasn't one of their better albums. I like Don't Change Your Plans, I think, is a real standout yeah, that moment. is a good song. That was Don't Change Your Plans. The song that I really liked on this album was the song they were pushing as the single, and rightfully so. It's Ben Folds as a wise guy, which I think we probably should have saved it for wise guy, but here it is, Army.
that's Army, and I do have to do a caveat. Ben Folds does do a little bit of his uh, foul mouth Ben at the beginning of the song, but if you can get past that, it is an interesting story. It, it's about himself, but then he talks about a politician. So he's sort of melding two ideas into one. That leads us to a hiatus. Collaborator Ben is now collaborating with a lot of people. I'd like to just cover a few of those. As I mentioned, he collaborates with Captain Kirk, and I actually like this. He's done a lot with Captain Kirk. We'll play one snippet for you. You mean William Shatner? Yes, yes, William Shatner. I'll play a snippet for you. The one I'm going to do is from the album that he put out, Over the Hedge, and it's a song of his that he did solo, but William Shatner makes a cameo on this song. It's called Rockin' the Suburbs. Yeah, we're rockin' the suburbs. From down the years to Chevy Chase We're rockin' the suburbs We numb the muscles in our face We're rockin' the suburbs We feed the dog and mow the lawn Watching mommy bounce the checks While daddy juggles credit cards Hi, sorry to bother you The name's Bill, I live just across the street Yeah, that's right over there No, no, not that house, the one next to it With the extra flower bed Oh, and here's all your papers from the last few days. They were just piling up on the driveway where the whole neighborhood could see them. Not that that's a problem, of course, but that and the grass being a little overgrown might give someone the impression you were out of town, and you wouldn't want that. Dave, he also had a collaboration with Nick Hornby. He's one of my favorite British authors. So she stands and waits and waits at the school gate there late. They come. So dumb in two cars when they agreed one And it's gone wrong on her birthday Nick Hornby did uh, About a Boy. He wrote the, the book about a boy that was made into a movie with Hugh Grant. What do you have to say for yourself? Well, don't well me. It comes around uninvited every night of the week. And do you know why? You're sending him out there like a lamb to the slaughter. He also wrote High Fidelity, which I'm sure we've all seen. That's about the record stores. All these movies that came out like in the 90s about record stores. That's when record stores were no longer really yeah. functioning. Yeah, it was nostalgia, I think. Nostalgia for what we used to love. I used to spend hours upon hours in record stores, and I think you still do. I lost many a girlfriend by going into a record store and not emerging for hours later. <laughs> Let's talk about Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al Yankovic makes a cameo on one of Ben Fold's solo songs. This is another example of Ben Fold's collaborating. Here he is collaborating to a certain extent with Weird Al Yankovic. It's a song called Time. In time Perhaps one of my favorite collaborations before we move to the third side of Ben is Ben Folds when he collaborated with two other Bens. They did a tour together and they were called The Bens. And one Ben is Ben Queller, one's Ben Lee, and one is Ben Folds. I'm going to play a snippet of one of their songs they did together on their EP. So here they are, The Bens. There's a name that plays in my head like a song all day long. She's with me every day. 
Dave, are there any other collaborations? I know there's lots, but any that, that I didn't cover that you want me to cover? The Spartans. Let's play a snippet of that. That's Not a good the one. Same. Not the same. Which, I tell you why this is so cool. I love this song, people. Ben Folds name drops Robert Sledge, his bass player. He mentions that they're at a party held by Robert Sledge and that the person attending that party went up into a tree and then when they came back down, they were not the same. No, 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 no. The acapella group is Spartones. I love that acapella album. Anybody, if you're listening, if you like acapella music, I'm a fan with you, so write me. If you hate acapella music, let, let Dave know, and he'll stop me from doing a podcast on acapella music. Well, Dave, that wraps up Collaborator Ben. I do want to note that he has contributed soundtrack music to two animated films, two films that I took my kids to. I thought they were both good. Hoodwinked, and I mentioned Over the Edge. If you watch either of those movies, you will hear a lot of Ben Folds. He's also uh, is serving as the artistic advisor to the National Symphony Orchestra at the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. And he even was a judge on NBC's acapella singing contest, The Sing-Off, and that was from 2009 to 2013. This is why I say there's the side of Ben that's the collaborator. This guy gets out there, and people may not even know that it's Ben Folds. And that leads us to the third side of Ben. The third side is the confessional Ben. This is the one who opens up and tells you his deepest, darkest secrets. He confides in you. It's just a one-on-one listenership. He's telling you something that he doesn't say out loud, and you're hearing it. When I hear Ben going into his confessional mode, it reminds me of my dog, Mia. I had a dog named Mia. My wife and I had one. Mia had a squeaky toy, and when Mia would pick up that squeaky toy, it would make a squeak, and the squeak made Mia cry, and she would drop the toy, and she would do it over and over again. That's how I feel when I listen to Confessional Ben. He has dozens of confessional songs. The first one is perhaps his biggest. And Dave, did it hit the charts? It was never released as a single, so it never actually made the Hot 100, but it did hit number 19 on the airplay charts. In that sense, it was a hit. And it's called Brick. He actually collaborated on this song. He wrote it with his drummer, Darren Jesse. Up the stairs to her apartment She is bald That was Brick. The next confessional song that we're going to play for you, when he says bye-bye, and he goes into that falsetto, my eyes just well up. So I'm wondering, when I play this, will your eyes well up too? I believe 
is Landed by Ben Folds. That was one of his solo songs after he disbanded Ben Folds 5. It's from Songs for Silverman. And you know, I haven't gotten to do a recitation in a while. Okay, well go ahead. Give me a recitation. This is from Landed. We'd hit the bottom. I thought it was my fault. And in a way, I guess it was. I'm just now finding out what it was all about. You know, Dave, I think you're going to give William Shatner a run for his money. That's kind of how William Shatner does his voiceovers when he's with Ben Folds. Are you trying now to not only take over the Derringer Brothers, but to take over William Shatner's role with Ben Folds? Well, I have good news for Derringer Discovery podcast fans. I've now gotten a word from Alton and also from Rylan that the two of them are going to help me oust Paul from the Derringer Brothers, <laughs> and it will become a trio, Alton, Rylan, and Dave Derringer. <laughs> well, I, good luck with that. I hope that works. But if you need me back, you just give me a call. Okay? Well, you can still set up the equipment, but you just can't be on the... You can't. You know, we're not going to record your voice. All right. Well, people, if you want to hear more Confessional Ben, it's not hard. A lot of his songs are confessional. And he even wrote a book in 2019, a memoir, and it's called A Dream About Lightning Bugs, A Life of Music and Cheap Lessons. That wraps up Confessional Ben. 25% of his songs are confessional, maybe more. That leads us to Biographer Ben. And I use the word biographer because one of their albums was the unauthorized biography. But another thing we could say is Storyteller Ben. This is a guy who likes to tell stories and they feel very real. Sometimes he's telling them about real people and sometimes they're famous people. He's done a story about Howard Cosell's relationship with Muhammad Ali called Boxing. Boxing's been good to me. He did a song called Being Frank about the handler of Frank Sinatra writing about what it's like to be in the shadow of Frank Sinatra. I shook the hand Dancing presidents, and though they always smile politely with the measure of decorum, still their eyes would scan beyond me for a glimpse of something more. But now he's gone. And he did a song about Stephen Short. Now, of the names I just gave you, Howard Cosell, Muhammad Ali, Frank Sinatra, you're probably going, Stephen Short? Who's that? Is it Martin Short's little brother? <laughs> it could be. Stephen Short worked with loads of famous people. In fact, so many, I can't name them all. But let's just rattle off a few that everyone's going to know. Queen, Paul McCartney, Genesis, Peter Gabriel. And he worked with Ben Folds. He and Ben became friends through Epic Records because at the time, Stephen, Stephen Short was working for Epic Records. And of course, as we know, Whatever and Ever Amen with Song Brick was released by Epic Records. This is a song that Ben Folds wrote about Stephen Short, and I think it's a funny song and a well-performed song. Here it is, Stephen's Last Night in Town. Cause everyone knows now that every night now will be Stephen's last night in town.
And that was Stephen's Last Night in Town, an example of the biographer Ben. Dave, do you have any songs that you would like to throw in for the fourth side of Ben Folds? I like the song Eddie Walker. Yeah. It starts off saying, you know, his name is on his smock and we're coming to see him and there's more of us getting off the bus. Have you ever heard of Chuck Folds? That is the brother of Ben Folds. Interesting. And they had a group that never did any albums, but the name of the group was Bus Stop. It had four guys in the group, but notably on bass, Chuck Folds on drums was Eddie Walker. Do you agree with me the song Eddie Walker is Ben and his band going to visit a former bandmate who's jumped the shark, who's gone over the edge, and is in an institution? Dave, I think that makes sense, and I've loved that song. Won't you smile, you look so shocked Put the name tag on your smock We've come to see you, Eddie Walker We may pack a little tight The girl up front says It's alright And look there's more of us Still getting off the bus We wish you'd come back home with us And that was Eddie Walker. It's pretty gutsy if you think of Ben Folds. You know, you and I, Dave, we don't even let people use their last name on our podcast. And yet here Ben Folds puts out a song and names it the full name of the person. And the fifth side is Wise Guy Ben. Wise Guy Ben. And let's give an example of Wise Guy Ben. He is driving to Normal, Illinois, which is a real place. I've been there. Effington could be a wonderful effing place. I can see it from the highway. And I'm wondering, are they effing in their yards? Effing in their cars, effing in the trailers in the back roads and the parking lots of Effington, making my way to normal Illinois. A clip of Effington, he decides to write a song about it. And hence the name of the title of the album was Way to Normal. He's on his way to normal Illinois. Exactly. There you have it. That's what I love about Ben Folds. It's his humor. It's the wise guy. And there you have it, the fifth side of Ben. The wise guy Ben. I love four of the five sides. I tolerate the foul-mouthed. Now, Dave, I know Ben is not big in the U.S. as far as the charts. And so some listeners might have been like, hey, you know, why are you pushing Ben on us? I just think Ben could be bigger. He is big in Japan and U.K. And I hear he's even somewhat popular in Australia and Canada. Put it in perspective, Paul. When we say popular, this man, Ben Folds, has put 14 albums on the charts, you know, in the last 23 years. His most most recent album, The Sound of the Life of the Mind, was a top 10 album. The reunion album with Ben Folds 5. Would you like to pick a song off that to play now? Yeah, I would definitely. And, and the big song on this one, I think, is a good one. And that is Do It Anyway. You might put your love and trust on the line. It's risky. People love to tear that down. Let them try. Do it anyway. Risk it by a voice in your head It's the standing still that should be scaring you instead Go on and do it anyway That's Do It Anyway, which I find is a great philosophy, and I've played you the part that I think exemplifies the positive, uplifting spirit that Ben tries to cling to as he's making us cry and offending us. In 2020, June 2020, he released a song called 2020. How's that for a name of a song? In the song, he sings about 1918. And people, I don't even have to tell you the significance of 1918 in the year 2020. 20- 
twenty here We having fun How many years Will we try To cram into one You thought we'd be living Nineteen, eighteen again But we messed that up so bad God had to toss Nineteen Ben Folds is not yet in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but just to put this out there, he is in the North Carolina Music Hall of Fame. Right, he was born in Winston-Salem, initially going to school down in Florida at the University of Miami on a musical scholarship playing the drums, of all things, not the piano. Before we can let our listeners move on to our next podcast, we need to weigh in. Which side of the five sides of Ben Folds do you think is the best? Confessional. (laughs) Brick and land it, and I rest my case. Yeah, you know what, Dave? I'm not going to argue with you. Confessional Ben is my favorite Ben as well. What is your favorite Ben Folds album of all time? Yeah, Dave, that's a tough one because, as you know, I am a big Ben Folds fan. And I do love that first album because I heard nine of the songs live before the album was released. But... It is Rockin' the Suburbs. That was his first solo album. Your first love is always your strongest love. Back in 1997, I heard the song on the radio, Brick. I really love that song. So then I did actually go out and get the complete album. Ben Folds 5, whatever and ever, amen. Last thing, has Ben Folds ever jumped the shark? I think Ben Folds jumps the shark routinely. Every time he goes into the foul mouth territory, I think he jumps the shark. But he's jumped it so many times now that he's almost become an artist at jumping the shark and coming back and hitting me with something very impactful. Dave, what are your thoughts about Ben Folds? Has he jumped the shark? I don't think he's jumped the shark. Please, Ben, let's have another Ben Folds release soon. And I think with the momentum of this new release, it's going to take you into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Thank you so much for listening to us. If you just want to tell us what you think or give us some comments, send them to us and we'll try to get them in. Would you like to give that Gmail or email address? DerringerDiscoveries at gmail.com. That's DerringerDiscoveries spelled as one word at gmail.com. This is Paul Derringer. And this is Dave Derringer. We are the Derringer Brothers, and we thank you for listening to Derringer Discoveries. Discoveries.